1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hanson Scotty and uh, Frank Dolce as we continue on with your Ute Preview Show live here at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Come by, hang out with us. Forever warranty. You could buy a vehicle here, uh, drive it for 10 years, engine goes out, boom, no big deal. It's covered. You're good to go. And you spend nothing on that. So come on down, take advantage of it right now. Tim Daly Nissan, Southtown. All right. UCLA, Frank, what do uh, what should the youths be concerned about going into this the, game? The offensive I think the UCLA's offense, Utah's defense is the compelling matchup in this football game. And if you look statistically at UCLA, they're only number eight in the conference in scoring offense, 29.3 points per game. But how about this? Rushing offense, UCLA is number four, 170 yards per game, averaging just over four yards Mm -hmm. per carry. Pass offense, UCLA, 10. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So that all settles out to a UCLA football team that's number seven in the conference. But they have some weapons, starting with their quarterback, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, uh, just a sophomore. I still feel like he doesn't have a lot of trust in what's happening up front. Like but, he's, it, but it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's shown the ability to throw the ball accurately downfield he's shown the ability to make all kinds of throws he's great at extending the pocket he is great at extending the pocket and he's very difficult to bring down they you don't sack him very often stanford got to him a few times i don't believe but, that this is a hard rush game this is a crowd game but play it straight game. a little bit like the zach wilson game mm-hmm. dorian thompson robinson also has the tendency to leave the pocket early and try and make a play with his legs. A lot like Tyler Huntley, a young Tyler Young Huntley. Tyler Huntley. That's exactly what I would compare But he's not, he is not as athletic or as capable in the run as Tyler Huntley was. You don't think? No. Ooh, that's Mm-mm. interesting. I think Thompson I Robinson is very athletic. Uh, uh, he is. He's athletic. Great escapability. I, don't, I just don't think he's got the athleticism that Huntley had when, when Huntley was more of an escape artist than he was a passer. Here's a big concern for Utah as well is number 27 running back Joshua Kelly. I think he's dynamic. I think mm-hmm. he's very, very good. A couple of areas that I see that you can take advantage of, and you were talking a little bit about this. Out of 130 teams in the country, they're 123rd in giving up yardage through the air, as you were mentioning. Low, their pass defense, low in the Pac-12. They're 123rd in the country. They're giving up 300 yards through the air per game. And I actually think that this is a place where Utah can really hurt them. Now, they're 42nd in the country in stopping the run. They give up 140 yards on the ground. Here's the problem. You're facing the best running back and a, a great running uh, offense that sits at number 29 in the country at 207 yards. That's going to force so many things through the air. I actually think Utah's going to have some quick scores in this game. The Sometimes, though, if there's a significant deficiency on one side of the defense, then it makes the other side of the defense look better. So a lot because, of times, yeah. Because UCLA gives up so many passing yards and the numbers look so terrible, and, then it feels like people don't necessarily enforce the running game. 
I don't think that's – I think Utah can throw the ball, but the, the nature of Utah offensively is to establish the running game. I still feel like they're going to do that and be successful against UCLA and then work the passing game off of that. A lot of play action built on mm-hmm. running the ball successfully. So I don't know. I just don't know. That's what I was saying if you had a good feeling for. I just don't know if UCLA is really that good against the run, number four in the conference, or they're just so bad against the pass that people don't have to rely on a running game. It's a good point. Uh, just to bring up, uh, for instance, Scotty, obviously Utah State playing Wyoming this weekend. Have you seen Wyoming's rushing O and rushing D as compared to their passing O and yeah. their passing D? Listen to this, Frank. I'm listening. Wyoming is number 15 in the country in rushing offense at 230 yards a game. They are number 10 in the country in rushing defense, only giving up 97 yards a game. They're 126th in the country in passing offense, only 128 yards a game. And they're 121st in the country in passing defense at 278 yards a game. So you're talking about opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. One, one supplementing or supporting or, right. or destroying the other one. And, and that's a perfect case scenario for Wyoming. They can do a lot of things in the rush. And the, the passing world gives up so much. If, yeah, right, right. If I'm, Absolutely. If I'm Andy Ludwig... I'm licking my chops against UCLA mm. and their defense. I'm licking my chops in a particular area. Because, yeah, because, because I feel like I've passed. I feel like I have quick strike ability worked off of my consistent run base. And anytime I've got quick strike ability, whether that's you know whether that's seam to Keithy or whether that's streak to Dixon or streak to Thompson, I feel like I've got. Quick. So what that does, Scotty, when I get to the 48-yard line, when I get to either my 48 or their 48, and we got there through four runs, two first downs, some nice power, now the, the playbook is a mile wide. Yeah. And if I'm UCLA, I'm scattered because I know, well, they're at the 48. Here it comes. Here comes something. And I just think that Utah can take advantage of them in those areas. So we're going to see a Brant Keithy touchdown for 62 yards or 58 yards. Or we're going to see a Brian Thompson touchdown for 54 yards. So here's something else to consider about UCLA. They beat... Stanford. Stanford's number 10 in the conference in rushing offense. They beat Washington State. Washington State, number 12 in the conference in rushing offense. Do you think some of that lends to those numbers, the rushing defense numbers for UCLA? They've played two of the bottom three teams in the conference. They just don't run the ball very well. Oh, and and the other team that UCLA beat, Arizona State is number 11. They've played the lowest three teams in rushing offense mm-hmm. in the Pac-12. They've beaten all those teams, and their rushing defensive numbers look good. But, the, but you have to, don't you have to make that relative to the teams that they've played? I just don't think, I think they've it's part played of the, a, I think it's part of the conversation, for sure. offense 
a rushing offense mm-hmm. like Utah. And I would hate for Utah to stray from – I just think it's a mistake to stray too far from the formula. How many rushing yards did they have against – actually, I've got it right here. Colorado. So how many, how many rushing yards did who have? Colorado had 88 rushing yards against UCLA's front. Yes. Where is Colorado? Colorado is in rushing offense. Colorado is number seven, so they're below the mid midpoint. I, I I want everybody to understand when I'm talking about quick strike. Frank, you're understanding. I'm talking about quick strike offense. I'm talking about running that off the base run, right? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that that's why I'm saying that your big plays are going to be open because I still think that Zach Moss. Has a hundred, and, and I don't know if we're doing over unders. I would set Zach Moss at a hundred and thirty-eight. I'd probably take the over against UCLA. Really? Yes. What if I set a hundred and forty-five? I wouldn't go over. I think he's going to be right there at one thirty-eight, one forty. Okay. I think he's going to have a fantastic game coming off a of bye week, rested, legs ready to go. He is going to be a monster against UCLA. And I also feel like you've got an offensive line now that's had a week, and you've got Andy Ludwig who's had a week to break down UCLA. You've, and, and UCLA, they do okay against the run. What did you call them, Frank, in the, in the they're, conference? They're number five in the conference in rush defense, 137.2 yards per game, four yards per carry. You set that number at 137.5. I'll take the over. For Moss. For Moss. So now he's setting the number now. Well, well, where would you go? Under. See, it's a good line. Yeah. It's right where I think he's going to be. Do you remember when we had the last over under a couple weeks ago? You remember that one? That was a good win for me. That was unbelievable. I think you got a negative score. Although you did pick the final score really close. So good for you. (laughs) You got one point. (laughs) I was one point off the final score, which gave me one point. (laughs) <laughs> hey, uh, I want to go back to the quarterback real quick, uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Yes. And him running the ball. Uh, so he started out first, you know, and I'm sure, you know, these are all sacks and stuff, but minus 20, minus 19, minus 6. In his five games since, his rushing totals are 57, 63, 66, 15, 38. Um, and he's 4-1 and one in that stretch. Did you have that in order of stand? Did you have that in order of, of Colorado, yeah. so Arizona State, Washington Stanford? State, 57, Arizona, 63, Stanford, 66, Arizona State, 15, 15 Colorado, 38. 38. Yeah. Yep. And so, you know, I don't know if there's a concerted effort. His attempts are about the same, but there's a concerted effort to try to get him more involved in the running game. I would say, do you have rushing totals in there? For team or individual? For Dorian Thompson. Yeah, I'm looking at him right here. No, not the yardage, the, the carries. Yeah, yep. That's um, why I said like 11, 9, 13, 8, 11 in carries. Okay, so I was just watching the Colorado game this morning, and I only watched about a quarter and a half, and I would say I saw four called carries. Yeah, yeah. that's what I would that, say as And well. that's my point. Are they, yeah. They're working him more because he still had – like he had 14 carries against Oklahoma for minus six. 10 against Cincinnati for minus 20, 7 for minus 19 against San Diego State. Because they'll run him off the option with Joshua Kelly. I'll bet five. I'll bet five of those. 
I'll bet five of those 11 against Colorado were called plays. Yeah. Well, and that's what that's I get, that's the point I was trying yeah. to make is 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 it a six, scheme schematic six, standpoint? Six are are early scrambles, early tuck downs where he's not looking downfield. He's just yeah. He's pulling it down, and, and some of his youth and some of his overconfidence in his legs is pushing him out of the pocket a little early. Yes, absolutely. I think the majority of those runs are scrambles. So, so not designed. No. Not designed. I wouldn't think so. In that game I watched against Stanford, there was a quarterback draw that they ran pretty successfully. There was an option or two. Everything else, he was just taking off. He was getting out of the pocket. You know, I here's his favorite target, his favorite, sorry, his favorite route to target. It's the the ten to fifteen yard slant, quick slant, yeah. And man, he can deliver it. He can, he can put the 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 ball on the slant as good as anybody I've seen. He's been good at that. It's a nice little play action, yep. quick slant, and he'll hit often the, to the slot receiver. That's yep. that number two. I'm forgetting his name. Uh, one of their leading receivers, Is it but he's, no, uh, but he's he's good. I'll have to find that really quick. Um, Kyle Phillips is his name, just a redshirt freshman, uh, but he's been good. They have talent. Jalen Irwin, number fifteen, wide receiver. He's been really good. I like their tight end, Devin Asiasi, eighty-six. He's been good. And I think their running game is solid. This is a this is an offensive team with some weapons i don't i mean i still think utah clearly is the better matchup on the defensive side but it's i mean don't i wouldn't be surprised if you okay, saw ucla so put together a couple scoring drives i, I agree with that and, and i i do think that ucla is going to put 17 on the board with that being said <clears throat> you guys talked about oregon needing style points we know utah needs style points we know that the spread is 21 and a half Utah's a minus 21.5 point favorite against, against this UCLA team. I think that that's a little lofty. You do? I do. I think this is I, – I don't know. This could be a game where Utah – Utah's due I for – I think Utah a, can control this game. Like, yeah. You know, I, I see it both ways. Utah's is kind of due for a dud. Not saying that they're going to lose. I'm just saying not a great performance. But coming even, off a bye week. Even coming off a bye? But coming off a bye week, I think this team rolls. I really do. I uh, think yeah. being seventh in the college football playoff, uh, knowing they have to win out, all the attention that's being around them coming off a bye week, it just, to me, it spells blowout. Like, just an old-fashioned let you have it behind I, the woodshed. I've been a little cautious about Utah, this football team, especially the spreads and the scores and everything yeah. else. and. And but the way that they managed Washington and and the way that mm-hmm. they took a took a couple punches from Washington and then and you know just what the Washington the game, game may be their dud where they played Maybe. out really poorly in the first quarter you know that might be their first dud. couple yeah Maybe. yeah was it they've had it I mean they played start. Arizona State wasn't it that was kind of an ugly win but they've won by twenty one and a half three times in Pac twelve play I they, think this is a game where they could completely frustrate. A UCLA offense, non and make UCLA non-productive offensively, giving Utah more opportunities on their offensive side. Should be able to control the running game, and clearly it's a UCLA defense that is susceptible to the pass. I don't know. I feel like this 
if everything if Utah executes the way they've been playing, I think this could be kind of a blowout game. I think it, yeah, well, you might be right because they they are going to force UCLA into being a one-dimensional team. And they are they are going to make Dorian Thompson sit stay in the pocket. They're going to force him to stay in the pocket. They they won't give edge rush ability like Colorado did. Or or Stanford. So do you think this is a game where, I mean, do you have a feeling this week? Because typically you come in and you say, I have a feeling. And then yeah, yeah, I, I did. I mentioned that to Scotty. And I, and this isn't the type of game where. You don't think it's a pressure package on the mm, defensive side? Not as much, no. Mm-mm. I think this is when you go to Bradley and I and you're like, hey, for the better good of the team, this is how Just we're rushing. This sit week. back. Just hang back. Wait. He'll come to you eventually. 97.5, twelve eighty, the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Live here at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown off that 114th South exit. Shirts, um, hats are gone, but I got a couple more of the mysterious paperweight things if you want those. And um, also your chance to win tickets to go see Utah and UCLA. It's all right here on what? You. It's- it's not mysterious. It's, it I is, in fact, a is, is, that, is that all it is, though? Like, it can hold a pen, too. Well, it's, you sold it. I mean, it sounds way better when you say mysterious paperweight. So Thingy. Maybe yeah. it is. I don't know. All right, 97.5, 1280 <laughs> The Zone. Over, under, coming up next. Big Show. Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? Gail Miller with us here on The Big Show. Gail, I remember a conversation I had with you once, and I asked you about winning a championship, and that's your intention, is it not? With 30 teams in the NBA, there can only be one champion, but I think every 30 years you ought to have one. (laughs) It's our turn, and I think we've built up to it. We understand what it takes. We've put everything in place for it. We've given them all the tools they need, brought in the players that I think can do it. There's no reason why we can't have that expectation. Now, I don't know the It'll come this year, but I do believe we'll get there. Turn this up. Catch the Big Show, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Seven five twelve eighty the zone and the zone sports network. And Scotty, time for another edition of Over Under. I wasn't made for hands. Has a crazy look in his eye. Hands the paleontologist. Excited for Over Under. Let's do it, Doctor Olson. Doctor Olson. You call him Doctor Olson. No, we're good. (laughs) Would you more donut offering? Do you know? Wait. Do you know what being a paleontologist entails? Yes, I do. What, would, what do you a think you would paperwork. be doing on a daily basis? Finding stuff that other people take away from me. Wait, what? Wait a second. That's, that's the dude on the beach with the, not the, the, cream not the metal finder. I mean, that's, that's what you thought of being a paleontologist. That's not a paleontologist. Uh, what, so there were a couple of things that actually deterred me after my first couple of years going into the... 
the occupation was. Part of it was never taking any paleontology <laughs> classes. <laughs> hey. Hmm. Part of it was not being enrolled in that curriculum. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Here's your line. Let's Zach, go. Zach Moss rushing yards, 139.5. Over, under. Uh, You're taking over, right? Under. I'm going under. I'm going under. Yeah, Hans is going over. He yeah. said the whole time. He was bragging about uh, how thought, he was going to go the over. No, you said one. You said put it at 145, and I'd go the no, over. No, no, no. I no, said no, no. One, I, you said 138. Yeah. I just moved it up to 139.5. No, but I said if you give it 137.5. No. Nope. Okay, 138.5. Under. Put it at 137.5, and I'm going under. You'll take the over at 137.5? Yep. So help me if he rushes for 138 yards. I'm going to lose my mind. All right, fine. 137.5. Over. <laughs> what would you do if you put it at 138? Probably, I would probably push. Okay, I'm doing that. 138 even. How can you, you can't and push. And Hans is going the first time ever a P. You can't go. over under. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. You hey, called it. You know yes. what? That's right. I like it. And you yeah. get, if, if he hits it, automatic win for the season. Done. Give me the P. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the. uh, I'm gonna take the over. The integrity of the over. (laughs) No, it has not. There's never been any integrity. I feel really Uh, good about 138. Thompson Robinson (laughs) rushing yards 24.5 under. I'm gonna go over. Put me on the under. Thompson Robinson passing yards 219.5. Hmm. That's, That's a good number. Yeah. Over? He's he he's averaging 229. I'd like the over. All right. Hans <clears throat> is going over. I will go under. <clears throat> Frank? I'm going to go under. <laughs> what? What was that? I'm going under. All right. Oh, it's I, so didn't good. Uh, oh, I didn't want to. Kelly rushing yards, 89.5. Under. Frank, under. Hands. By the way, I'm going under as well. You went 80 what? 89.5. If you go 88, I'll do the push. <laughs> I didn't say that for him. You were thinking it. No, though. I was not. Put me on the under. All right. <laughs> All right, so I'm mix it up here a little bit this one, on this one. In Pac-12 play, here's the total incomplete passes game log by uh, Tyler Huntley. Uh, eight against USC. Nine against Washington State, three against Oregon State, Arizona State eight, Cal six, and only five incomplete passes thrown against Washington. Total, Tyler Huntley, incomplete passes thrown in this game, set at 6.5. Over. Under. Uh, Hans is going over. Frank's going under. I'll go over. If you go 5.75, I'll push. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, <laughs> is, the, is the P for paleontologist? <laughs> okay, what else do we have? Utah Sacks, 1.5. Utah Oh, Sachs. that's good. That's a good one because Thompson Robinson's been very difficult yeah, and, to and bring and, down. And Hans is talking about they're not going to bring, or they may not bring yeah, a no, big rush. I think they're, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Where are you going, Frank? 
it's your turn to By the pick. way, I'll, I'll go over. I'll start. I'll go over. I'm going over, too. I'll go under. And then finally, will there be uh, – I almost mentioned it last – or a couple weeks ago against Washington. Didn't – and, of course, they had one. Special teams or defensive touchdown against UCLA. I'm going to go over. Go under. Wait. What's the line? 0.5. <laughs> it's so – it's cheating. It's, it's such cheating. a cheating line. You know this? <laughs> do you know Utah? That's where, that's you know where we lost the integrity you, of the over-under. Do you, do you want to push at a point five? <laughs> I'm going to go paleontologist. No, I I think I think I'll go under. All right. Final score in this one, Frank. Thirty-seven to ten. Thirty-seven ten, Utah. Hands. 3817 3817 Utah and I am going to go 42 to 10 Utah Wow mm-hmm. Wow Oh this game. man Under. that's, that's so, so good good Hey <laughs> did you just echo it as it went Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was that was Frank and You're not going right? to yeah, beat him If you can't join beat him join him Hey if I asked you guys to guess where Utah ranks out of 130 NCAA programs in sacks per game, where would you put them? Out of 130 NCAA programs in sacks per game, Mm -hmm. I would put them at... I'd probably put them in the 70s. 58. They are at... In sacks per game, 74. Two per game. But if I'm gonna, I asked you... But I'm going to go the under. Okay. Here's a, here's a crazy, crazier one. I should have pushed. I should have said 74. If I asked you where Utah was out of 130 programs in the country uh-huh. in tackles for a loss per game, where would you put them? Well, I think um, probably in the 20s. I'll push at 18. They are 86th. Really? What? At only five. Wow, the way you were setting it up, I thought it was going to be uh, inverse. That was really good job by you. Nice work. 5.4. When was the last time a Utah defense was 86th and 74th in TFLs and sacks? Now, they're doing their job, and don't get me wrong, I'll take this and the number one rushing defense and the number. What are they in total defense? The number three in the country in total defense. They're, they're doing everything right. And how about this? Number five in opponent third down conversion at 27%. So they stop them. They keep them. So clearly Utah needs to figure something out on the defensive side if they're that low on tackles for loss and sacks. But do game. they? I mean, they are. No. I'm just making that's, that up. That, that's what yeah, I'm no. saying. Like, yeah. Okay, so look at the different designs we've seen. From the defensive play calling and the week of game planning, things just roll differently. All right. How about, oh. How? Yes. This is a. Is uh, that a dramatic pause? Yeah, this is a good number here. You'll like this. We're still on over-under? Nope. Nope. Oh. <laughs> so, um, so remember uh, Kalani's last year. Sorry, I didn't mean to slap you. Oh, yeah. I was, I was just like, because I think this is a really interesting point. Yeah. Kalani's last year at Utah, they were crazy high in sacks. But what were they also crazy high in? Turnovers. 
no, no. and also giving up giving up explosive plays. Mm. Mm-hmm. Remember? And and not forcing turnovers, yeah, if I remember Exactly, right. not forcing turnovers. Yeah. John Pease comes in, turnovers go way up, sacks go way down. Well, you just shared a number where sacks are way, way down, and TFLs are way, way down. Guess what? Utah is number one in the country. They've only given up 15 plays of 20 yards or more this year. There's your number. That's awesome. So they have... They have sacrificed some aggression to become the number one team in the country in giving up quick hits. Number five in third down conversion and number one in explosives. Limiting big plays. Yeah. Wow. And Utah number two in the Pac-12 in turnover margin. And that puts them at number number 17 in the country, plus six. Turn hmm. Turn would you say that the only so Utah's been really good defensively? Hey, would you say the only scratch your head moment defensively for Utah was the strategy against USC? Yes, yeah, yeah, and I would have loved to have seen some tweaks there. Um, Honestly, you take out. I wonder how many twenty-yard explosives they, the UC, USC had. You take that out. And, mm-hmm. Where, where that number is, yeah. where number would be at. And then, so, Scotty, you brought up the, the fact that they only give up 20 27% on third down. Yeah. They're converting on 47% to put oh, them number 17 that, in the The country. third down conversions offensively for Utah, it's been a dramatic change over the last two years. It was always a number that we kept looking at, like, why Utah's third down conversions are awful. Like maybe middle of the Pac-12 at best on offense. And it was always one of those things that we thought needed to t- turn around. And how about that? They just keep putting, keep putting yourself in a situation to keep the chains moving. And Utah has done that extremely well. They, they find themselves much more often in the third and less than five yeah. than third and six, seven, eight, when it really gets difficult to convert the third down. Man, that's crazy that they've, that they've limited it that. Yeah. Well, it's not crazy, but it's, it's such a, an understandable design yeah. when we look, Frank, at who they're rushing, what games they're rushing against. I'm talking about pass rush. Mm-hmm. When they're rushing five and six. How rare you see them rush six and what they're doing with the extra defender in nickel. All right. It's impressive. Final break. Come back. Wrap things up. Get you ready for the big show live here at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined now by Lincoln Kennedy. As you watch the Utes down the stretch, you know, three games, you're always supposed to be improving all that. They got three games till they play Oregon. What do they need to get better at? There's nothing that really stands out other than just doing what they do. As we talked about identity, I think everyone will agree. They run the ball, they play great defense. Well, they've got a great defense, outstanding defense, and they know how to run the ball. And of course, when it comes to putting up points when they have to, they know how to score. So you have a quarterback who's consistent with the program and knows how to march his team down when they need to get points. That's important. I think they're doing everything right. You just have to remain consistent and keep winning football games. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
wrapping up another edition of the show. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard, and Frank Dolce. It's it's like the, you know the old saying: I can make fun of you, but man, I get defensive when others do. You're right. Yes. Yeah. I'm like when others like, do. I can make fun of my brother, but you better not make fun yeah. of my brother. I'll break your nose. There yeah. Are a couple dudes that might need their nose broke. I can pick up my brother and squeeze him to the point where he's blacking out. But you better not do that. <laughs> it's like uh, that. It's exactly like that. All right, wrapping up another edition of the show. Hans and Scotty and uh, Frank Dolce as uh, we get ready for Utah-UCLA. I think all three of us have Utah winning and winning fairly easily. There's one more thing we have to settle before we go. Utah might be in trouble on this one. <laughs> this one's kind of a classic. Yeah. I know. Na, 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 na. Yeah. Yeah. I might, I might go UCLA on this one. pretty solid. Yeah. It's a good fight song. All right. Yeah. And just for a refresher, here's Utah's. Or. <laughs> he said, just for a refresher, I thought, I here's thought we, I thought we Utah played man. Utah's. Just a... Ripping, yeah. Yeah, no, this is UCLA. Clearly Utah, yeah. man. Yeah, it's UCLA. So, okay, so, so far, we have USC 1. Yes. UCLA 2. Utah 3. Probably. We still have a couple more teams to go through. I don't like that because whenever we've picked a team's fight song that we like better than Utah's. That's only, yeah. So far this season. Did you say you like Utah State's better than Utah's? No, Utah State sounds like there's a chimp outside with the Symbols? Don't Symbols. Take my, don't take That's my horrible. That's terrible to say that. Because it's much better than that. <laughs> it's much better. Oh, than that's that. pretty funny. Doesn't, don't you get that, conjure up that image? No. Cranking the back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good, you know what? You should dress up like that for Halloween sometime. Scotty, like that chimp with the symbols. Ting, yes. ting, ting. And just play the Utah State fight song over and over again. It's better than that, Frank. You're underselling it. You got a little upset over the let's go, and now you're making personal attacks. I, w- I, would I never, didn't make I would any personal attacks against you. I would never, against, I would against never you. do that. Yeah. I would never do that. If Utah were matched up against Michigan, we'd have a problem because that's a great fight song. Yep. Notre Dame, that's a pretty good fight so song. That's, Florida State, yeah, it's a great fight song. All right, big show coming up next. Hands and Scotty. Alongside Frank Dolce, back with you next week, hopefully talking about a Utah W right here on the Zone Sports Network.